doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Welcome to Slurred Speech. Like, I, I think we're at 13 officially, but we've had a bunch that we've either, they got messed up, or we tried doing remotely during COVID, or mm-hmm. the whole um, super or, uh, Russell, or, uh, Royal Rumble episode that was all super echoey. Yeah, so. the Lost Rumble. There's a bunch of episodes out there that, well, they're deleted now, but um, there's a bunch of them out there. But before we get started... Oh, we're not started yet? Oh, no, I mean, before we get actually started with the hot takes, you said you wanted a water, right? Yeah. Okay. So I present to you Liquid Death Mountain Water Murder Your Thirst. This is my favorite water by far. And this is, we're not. Favorite water. They're not a sponsor, they're nothing. It's a can of water. It's Mm -hmm. not sparkling. Mm -hmm. You can get it in sparkling. I've heard the can's refreshing. Please test this and try and tell me it's from. Uh, let's read the thing. See, I th- see. I used to always put, and people thought I was weird. I would just refill my aluminum cans with water. Right. People were like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I don't have to clean a cup, and it actually tastes really good." And they're always like, "You're dumb." This is Infinity Recyclable can of Stone Cold Mountain Water came from straight from the Alps to murder your thirst. Okay. Not is there any carbonation in it? None. So I could shake that up. Oh boy, now Here. I'm nervous. Oh, catch buddy! I threw that right at that guitar. Oh my god, you caught that like Odell, dude! You one handed that motherfucker. A little high. A little high. Oh yeah. yeah. Now take a good swig of that water. (laughs) Try and tell me it's not the most refreshing water. It's good water. It is. It's the can. I'm telling you, it's the can. Dude, I I I go because like. I feel like Gecko and Liquid Death should be a sponsor now because mm-hmm. it's got like a good chug to it too. It does. You could smash that, dude. Mm-hmm. It would be perfect if like you were uh, playing sports, just crack one of those open, drink mm-hmm. half of it. The only thing, you know, the, well, bugs aren't going to fly into it because it's water. They don't. There's no sugar. There's no Gatorade. Mm-hmm. But it's legit my fair water. I go to Giant Eagle or Gecko to get like. So, so what's the pricing on it? Uh, two for three dollars. Well, I guess that's about the like you'd still pay that for a twelve ounce bottle at the. Well, like Dasani, I think is a buck twenty nine. Yeah, piece, exactly. So two fifty, and if you, I mean, I I think that tastes better. I think it's more refreshing. Try it again. <laughs> Try that water again. I mean, it tastes like water out of a can. It's great though, isn't it? It is. It's really good. I think it's something about like. Opening the, the, the can, smashing it like a water. A like, little bit, yeah. But also, I think I just think there's some interaction with like the aluminum and the not necessarily like the aluminum in the water, but like the temperature it keeps it at. Well, it's real cold, but not too cold. Because we all have metal bottle. I think not all, but a lot of us have metal bottle. You know, everyone tells you about how bad plastic bottles are. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't. I always find it funny though. Like people are like, "Oh, you can't have a plastic bottle of water." In your car because it'll <laughs> refreshing. It'll get you. Uh, it'll give the like cancer stuff. But they drive that stuff like in trucks all over the country. <laughs> yeah, sun, right. By sun rays. Uh huh. Um, yeah, no, those box trucks are all. Every liquid water Dasani truck is is kept frozen. Oh, is it? No, I don't. Know. Oh, I, probably <laughs> not. I can't imagine. So they one are. those those I thought they tasted better. Um, I'm a sparkling water guy, so. Uh, feel free to make all your jokes. But those, I, I discovered those, man, and I'll buy like four of those a day. Four of these a day? Yeah. And I, that's a that's a hard water habit, bro. Bro, when you have a booze habit like mine, when you have to report, record a podcast on a Tuesday, you you tend to smash 64 ounces of water as much as possible. Yep. Yeah, I've been feeling a lot better since I upped my water intake. I oh yeah, I've always tried to. It actually made me want to drink more. Yeah, well, there, that's there what are they, more like nights where I'm just kind of like, okay, I can go for a few. Well, that's what they say. They actually say that when you drink a lot more water, you feel like more dehydrated, like you need to drink it more. Mm-hmm. I mean, constantly, yeah, it's good for you, obviously. No, but I mean alcohol. Like I felt more in the mood to drink. Since, like, immediately after I started, like, really making sure I was upping my water. And, oh, really? Yeah. It was really it was really odd. Maybe I was just under a constant state of dehydration that made me not want to drink. That's weird. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know if you know that. 
<laughs> but no. So that Liquid Death, I, I will give them a shout out, a free shout out to the millions and millions of listeners out there of the Slurred Speech Podcast. Mm. Dude, I'll go. The millions. I, I, and millions. I, I, I turn on my Pokemon Go. I drive up there. There's a Pokemon stop right there. Ah. I spin it a couple times, drink my, uh, get my, uh, get four of those really every, almost every day. Wow. Drink one during the day and then, or one when I'm leaving and then I smash those when I get back. And part of the Ooh, thing is 16.9 <laughs> fluid ounces. I see what you did there, Liquid Death. <laughs> I see what you did there. And part of it is murder your thirst. Because you have that, you'll have a coffee in the morning and then don't drink anything. You know what I mean? I, I guess I'm guilty of having a coffee and just sipping on coffee all morning. And then by the time I want lunch, my stomach's all like, yeah, you should probably put something other than caffeine in your system. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, I've discovered those. Um, I think you could buy them by the case, but I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't. Yeah, I know. Bert Kreisner does that. Bert Chrysler? Bersh Bershnlier. Is that that real fat comic? Yeah, that fat one. The real the, fat guy. The racist one that fucks dogs. Oh, he's the racist, fat, dog-fucking comic. Yeah, not fat dogs, though. No, he's no, no, fat no, no, no. dog fucker. Yeah, yeah, Fat, yeah, yeah. comma, dog fucker. Yeah. He was there. He broke Tom Segura's arm, right? Like, if it wasn't for that, Tom Screw wouldn't have broke his arm, right? Mm, I don't <laughs> want to blame that on him. Anyways, on our get, let's get away from our free advertising. Free advertising. How have you been? Pretty good. Since last Tuesday? Pretty good. Pretty tired, though. Why is that? Just, I don't know. I haven't gotten great sleep. Did you do anything yesterday? Mm, dingus day. It went hard, bud. All day long. So, can you explain what Dingus Day is to oh, the people that are not... Like, traditionally, or what does it mean to Cleveland? Either or. I mean, it's up to you. Okay. So, it's like a... It's a two-day fertility festival out in, in Poland, and the whole premise was... <laughs> fertility Yeah. Fertil- fertility festival. So, it's the day after Easter is when it starts. So, it's basically like, hey, we were good for Lent, so now let's all get our frick on. Okay. Make some babies. Yep. Uh, so boys would grab girls out of their beds and splash them with water, which usually at that time would be like they would throw them in troughs or like they would even just like take them down to the river and throw them in the river. And then girls would beat boys with pussy willow uh, branches. And that was like, I don't know, blessings of fertility or Are whatever. Are pussy willow branches big? Oh, they got they got a little, they, they got some. So who got the uh, the raw end of the deal there? Oh, I mean, I think being grabbed out of bed, bed dragged down to the river, and thrown in would be pretty rough. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, straight out of sleep? You're like, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, probably that. Because I don't think a guy really minds getting hit with a tree branch. And I'm sure most girls weren't just beating them. Unless it was the one you threw down in the river yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was one that really wanted nothing to do with you. And you <laughs> yeah. picked her, and she was like, I hate this guy. Yeah, so if you go around on, on Dingus Day in Cleveland, you'll see uh, you don't really have guys picking up girls and, and throwing them into the porta potties so they'll usually just carry around squirt guns and stuff um and then um the girls will have the pussy willow branches though just kind of be knocking around bringing shane into this podcast tonight i'm getting so excited about dingus day so what is it to cleveland is it just pretty much a party it's a big party yeah, yeah. uh they have it all down by the happy dog on 58th in detroit it's kind of where the main area is um and that kind of extends it, it's kind of weird actually the first year i went down there they didn't even have Detroit blocked off. They they kind of blocked off like between Detroit and I think it's 58th or maybe 59th, but they blocked off 58th like between Detroit and like the alleyway behind the Happy Dog. So there's okay. like the smallest little area. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And, no, and, I know exactly. Cause and, I lived though, I lived in Lakewood for a while. And I used to go to Happy Dog to see bands and eat, mm-hmm, eat mm-hmm. stupid and hot then, dogs. Then they kind of started blocking off uh, like two two uh, two blocks of Detroit. Now it probably goes down like five or six. Um, not all the way down to Gordon Square, but a lot of bars all the way into Gordon Happy Square Dog's do still events. Open? I'm sorry, you know, if Happy Dog's still open, doing good. As far as I know, okay. As far as I know, um, Dingus Day I think was feeling a little bit of a crunch this year because not only into uh, they were selling tickets for like fifty dollars a head this year, um, and they were doing it in like three hour windows, so it was like fifty dollars to just get in and have like a three hour window of being there. No, nothing included. Um, and then they started to go fund me a few days ago. So I think they, like a lot of people were getting pissed about it, but I really think 
they needed to kind of pay for all their permits. All the food vendors probably they probably had to pay food vendors this year instead of getting the food vendors to pay them. Like I'm not going to show up. Like I'm not going to yeah, make money. Whole, yeah, there's, if yeah, there's going to be 200 people there. Yeah, totally. Or like 600 people throughout the day. I don't know exactly how many tickets. Yeah, they no, sold. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so they probably had to pay them out, and then I think normally they probably make enough money that they're paying for their. Um, yeah, yeah, not, so they're, yeah, they're, yeah, for they're, everything they're, next yep, year. Yep, so they're yep. they're paying for their permits ahead of time and and all that stuff that they need to get done. So. I think they're probably a little bit worried about what's going on next year. But as far as I know, they, they sold out um, even like two or three weeks ago. They Only the, the last session of the day was kind of a problem. And then there are other areas kind of throughout the city, like down in Tremont. They have, you know, five or six um, different bars that all do different menus and things like that. And, you know, you see polka bands in and out of the places all day. Someone like the Pardon, Chardon Polka Band will, like, play five different bars that day you know yeah. they're just making the rounds so uh it's a cool event we uh we didn't go down to the to the actual dingus day this year but we went down to uh polish village in berea um which is kind of a an old establishment um big in in my girlfriend's family so okay uh, we went out there saw some family um then went all back to my brother's house and did a whole lot of cooking while watching the indians game because you know, this is another tradition we broke this year, too, is I've gone down to opening day for, like, the last 14 or 15, 13 years, 13 years now. So, so uh, that's that was another weird one. Home opener you haven't been to in 13 years. So. Yep. Yep. I've been to a few home openers. Well, last year, obviously. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I've been to a few home openers. Um, it was, uh, every, t- every time I went, it was always snow or rain, yell, mm-hmm. everyone... That, this was the most beautiful one. Uh, home openers and Dingus Day. There was like a, a very decent Dingus Day, I think, the year before last year too. But this would have been the nicest home opener and Dingus Day I would have been to in probably the last Which is funny years. because our opening day, or uh, Detroit home opener. Thursday. Yeah, it was a snowstorm here. Yeah. I was actually moving a family Moving. Member. And I was stuck in a U-Haul truck. Driving the U-Haul truck. And if you guys don't know this about me, but I drive a little Toyota Corolla, which it does fine in the snow, but I normally don't have a load of stuff behind me. At one point, I was going up it, like, I wasn't going up the hill, but I was at the hill, and we're stopped, and my mom's car's right in front of me. My mom drives a very, 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 very nice automobile. Yeah, so, she does. Like, she yeah. deserves it. Yes, yeah, she does. Shout out. Yep. Shout out, my I love it. <laughs> but I was, like, trying to keep my distance, so I'm like... The last thing I need is a slide in a mom's really nice automobile. But we're looking up at this hill, and this this truck is stuck and starts sliding backwards a little bit. You know Always I mean? fun. Yeah. <laughs> Always fun. And there I am in this U-Haul, and I'm with my two nephews, and I'm, like, literally shaking. Because this was the nightmare. Like, I got no sleep, like, because I knew it was going to snow. And I knew it was going to snow bad, and I was like, this is just our luck. And so we get stuck on this hill, and cars are sliding, and... uh at one point, um, this guy pulls up to us and goes, hey, and he's got a Jeep 4x4. And he's like, I couldn't make up the hill in my 4x4. You guys need to turn around. He literally pulled up to me and my mom, mm-hmm. and, like my mom first, and pulled to us next. So then I go to back up this four by or this U-Haul on this little two-lane road, you know, and I got my little tiny 5'1 mom <laughs> out there trying to direct traffic. And she's like, stop, stop. <laughs> and I, I stop, and I'm like, I'm like, Dude, no one is pushing a U-Haul out of the fucking... Yeah, you no, know. you're fucked. No. So luckily I got it out. We got up to, like, a, we, we did a detour, and we ended up somewhere where the police showed up because it was so stuck. I mean, I showed you... I, it was a white eye. I showed you the picture. It was mm-hmm. a white out. Luckily, we got to where we needed to be. Uh, got everything moved. Um, yeah, no, it was a wild Thursday. Um, and then yesterday, I, I had to work. I uh, listened to the game, but... I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to, trying to. Uh, I don't know. I put my. Well, first of all, I put my Chief Wahoo thing out there, so I, apparently I'm racist. Yeah, right? you are. Yep. Can confirm. Yep. You know me well. I'm pretty much the most racist guy in the world. Yep. So I put my Chief Wahoo, out, my little sign out there because I'm excited about the Indians, but um, doesn't sound like they're gonna. Uh, the, the last few, everything doesn't sound like they're good. Uh, you know, we've been notoriously slow starters. Uh, yeah, but dude, at one point someone said, is it Yanu that's playing or Yanzu? Who's playing first base? Uh, Yu Chang. Yu Chang. Oh, my God. I sound so racist. Racist. <laughs> Don't worry. He's just Asian. <laughs> I know. They're not allowed to talk about their racism. 
because other people have it worse. So yeah. you're not going to hear dude, any complaints from the dude. Asian Rizzo guys. was on the show the other day, and they they eat, and he was talking about Chinese people. He goes, "Oh, do you talk of their language? Ching Chang Bing Bong. Oh, sorry." And he goes, "I goes Ching Chang Bing Bong. Oh, sorry, I don't speak Mandarin. <laughs> like, what is going on right now? Anyways, wow, ESPN Cleveland, <laughs> straight up killing it." <laughs> So what? Uh, what first baseman name again? Yu Chang. Yu Chang. Literally on the national broadcast, they said uh, Yu Chang isn't a starter in the MLB. Is what they said pretty much that you know he's a kind of a whatever infielder, and they just had to throw someone there mm, in that position. He's. I mean, were they saying he shouldn't be starting for anybody, or he's yes. not a first baseman? They said he shouldn't be. Starting okay. For anybody. Yeah, I think they converted him over from from shortstop, but. Um, He's only 25. He's super young. So, I mean, you could shit on the Indians, but, you know, I think we talked about it last year, too. One of the worst things about the Indians during Francona's run for me has been that we haven't developed a lot of young prospects. It's just been those home run guys like Ramirez and Lindor. You got to think we we let some good talent go on this team because we were trying to plug it up with that veteran that came in, and some of them worked out and some of them didn't. It's just – I don't think we've done ourselves any favors um, with this platoon outfield kind of thing. And we tried so hard to, like, it seemed like for a minute we were we were bringing people up from the the, you know, from AAA and AA, and then all of a sudden it just seemed like, uh, just sign this guy, just sign this guy, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, Francona took a lot of heat from uh, what was it Callaway, the Callaway guy that, and then Francona took heat from his own son, like, yeah. Which is weird. That story seemed to like disappear really fast. Yeah, kind of like the Sean Watson story is kind of disappearing. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that one's kind of still chugging along though. I haven't really heard anything new about the Francona and Mickey Calloway thing since basically I think since the day after his son's tweet came out or whatever. Right. His son. His son pretty much bashed his dad and bashed the. I don't think he bashed his dad. I think he kind of said that they knew about it, and I don't think he knew exactly. What? But it sounds like everybody his dad knew about in. it. Exactly. That's what his son's tweet essentially was. It was just saying that they knew about it, and I think he meant it as like backing up his dad. Like, hey, it wasn't his fault. But at the same point, his dad still works for the company. So what his son kind of inadvertently did was like, yeah, everyone knew it, including my dad. Whereas you know the company would have liked its its official policy to be like, oh, of course we didn't know. So I have to say, uh, before I, before we did the podcast, I put a Twitter poll up asking if we should do the show outside. And part of the tw- poll is like, well, you might hear my dogs freak out. Or the chickens might, uh, hello, uh, the my chickens might jump up onto your lap and interrupt them to the podcast. And now they're sitting outside. So um, now, they're, now they're in the room and they're doing dog stuff because that's what dogs do. Um, yeah, so the home opener was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Patrick Carney was there, though, so that's cool. Dude, this is the one time, like, I took Thursday and Friday off. If I wouldn't have took Thursday and Friday off, I would have took a PTO day to go meet Patrick Carney and got a picture picture with him. Oh, yeah? You know how big of a Black Keys fan I am. Yeah. I mean, I, I was in a Black Keys tribute band for a yeah, minute. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would have been pretty neat. Yeah. That was kind of one reason I guess I was sad I didn't end up going, but... Well, yeah, and you went to Akron. I mean, you're an Akron, not you're an Akron guy, mm-hmm. but you were in Akron University. I mean, the Black mm-hmm. Keys were the Akron kind of, you know. Oh, those zips. Ran deep in the tournament this year. Did they make a tournament? No. Cleveland State made it. They yeah. didn't do well, but, yeah. I mean, so what? Cleveland State made it. Cleveland State got the automatic bid. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. One in the, yeah, the Mac, Mac winner gets a, gets a bid. Um. I don't know, man. I'm a huge Black Keys fan. That would have been like, I don't know. I told you the story many times that my old band from when I was 17 opened up from them, opened up for them, mm-hmm. and then we didn't know who they were. We we're like, ah, we gotta go. We got school tomorrow. <laughs> I got high school algebra algebra tomorrow. I can't <laughs> sit around and wait for the Black Keys. <laughs> who are these guys? <laughs> and I remember I was talking to them. They're like, oh, they're kind of like Led Zeppelin, and I'm like, oh, they are. And then I saw they had a, they were a two piece. I'm like, how are you a two-piece like Led Zeppelin? <laughs> <laughs> sure they are. But no, I, I actually, that was, uh, did you see the video montage they did? 
where John Adams was on the. No, uh, I did not. So John, John I Adams. barely got to see any of the game. I was, so I, I was the, cooking the whole game. Oh, really? Ready for Dingus yeah, Day? Yeah. So I was watching a bunch of it, and John Adams came on, and he's pretty much saying, you know, I wish I could make it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I got a pretty good substitute. And then uh, Patrick Carney pretty much said, yeah, I reached out to the Indians and said I would do it. You know what, man? Like, if I get a chance, you're looking at a bass drum right there. If I can talk to the Indians and say, I'll go, I'll come up and play the drum, dude. You know what I mean? Like, legit, straight up. What are they going to say? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Pretty much. Pretty much. I don't know. I don't know what, the, I mean, I'm sure if you brought your own, they wouldn't care. Well, unless, I got one. Unless John was there, then they'd well, be like, Well, I would never we are, do it to John. We, I wouldn't we, do dueling drums. We already drums. got the guy. I wouldn't do dueling Sorry. drums. I heard something that they, they should do something like where they, like, uh, maybe reach out to, like, they, they do a contest and, like, like if you get pulled in the contest, you can come play the drum that day. But the problem is, you just can't fucking smash the drum all, the entire game. You know mm, what I mean? Like, I beg to differ. Oh, really? <laughs> I would. Oh, I, I mean, there would. there are very clear situations that they do it in. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, bottom of the ninth, if we're down or it's tied, uh, runners in scoring position. That's, that's you ever much, meet that's John? Pretty Adam? much it. Isn't it? You ever meet John? Um, yeah, a few times when I was younger. I was saying, I met him as a kid. Yeah. Oh, he was really nice. No, my dad was definitely the type of guy that would go up to him and be like, hey, what's up? Was like, okay. So my grandfather was the opposite, but he was like, you want to go meet him? And we had, my grandfather's uh, seats were on third baseline, so I'm like, I want to meet that guy. And my poor grandpa was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it walked me all the way over there just for me to be like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> I met him at an age-appropriate time. Yeah. Not at. 27 when I was super drunk and got kicked out of the game for it. <laughs> it always amazes me when like I see 30-year-old men treating him like he's a celebrity or something <laughs> like that. Like it's just a super fan, guys. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. But he was really nice when I was a kid. I mean, I saw him when no, I No, he was. Yeah. Ooh, you just threw that court. Okay. Way back. Do we okay? I don't Hello? know. Hello? I seem to still be in it. I seem to Sorry guys, we just Okay, so I everyone doesn't know. We just <laughs> I just, my my girlfriend and I just recently, what was going to be foster a dog, ended up being adopted a dog. Her name's Sweetheart. Uh, and she, she is. And she was found in the woods. Um, the family had her, had to get rid of her. Uh, pretty much if she would have went to the shelter, she would shut down and be put down. So in my tiny little house, I have three dogs, three cats, a bird and a turtle. And Sweetheart is a great dog. Um, she doesn't know how to play, which she's is getting funny. better like, though. Yeah, she's getting much better. She's getting so much better. But Raven, she... I do not like you. I'm All right, we're kidding. gonna we're gonna pause this for a second here and try and figure out dog situation. So one second. I'm kind of enjoying the clusterfuck. <laughs> all right, all right. Then I guess we're not pausing. This is gonna be one interesting podcast because if one so Raven or Sweetheart never knew how to play, and now she's like she never had dogs before, so now she's figuring out how to play. And right now she does this weird, and Sweetheart was severely abused, so it's like she does this weird head thing, and and not by the last family, just to be clear. No, 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 just she was found almost dead, yeah, beaten in the woods. In the woods, yeah. She is a real recovery success story. Yeah, and they cut off her tail, like she has no tail. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's been a, it's been an interesting ride with Sweetheart because mm-hmm. um, she had taken to us pretty quick, and the funny part was like after like the third day, I'd be laying in bed, I'd jump into bed, and the dogs only jump into bed with myself and my girlfriend, and this one like just makes a point to sit, like try and sit on your face, <laughs> like all right, well you gotta you know, and I'd be pushing her, pushing her, pushing her, and I'm like, and then eventually she'd fall off the bed, and then she finally figured out like. Oh, I can be as close to you as I want. Just not on your, your face. Head. Yeah. So then, like, um, my girlfriend uh, leaves for work much earlier than I do. So when she does, all the dog like, Raven jumps in the bed after that. So normally it's just my girlfriend and I and the two dogs. And then uh, I, we're getting real personal here. But then, like, so today I woke up and I, like, rolled over to my girlfriend's side of the bed because the dogs normally don't lay over there. Mm-hmm. So I woke up, like... 15 minutes later, and they're and Lou and Raven 
are both, and that these are the two older dogs, and and, and uh, or no, not Raven. I'm sorry, Lou and Sweetheart are close as could be, and like right on top of me. They're the whole bed. They're like a foot where I have, and they're up against me. I'm like, guys. <laughs> so I kick them out of bed. No, that's just when you just flop over them. Well, that, you gotta do I, that. I, like I can only do it so many times. Laying down, jump. I can only do it so many times before I'm like, all right, guys, and I kick them out of bed. And the best part, I kick them out of bed, and I get all comfortable, and it's like, boom, boom, boom. they jump in the bed, and they just ram up right next to me, and I'm like, what did I do that these dogs love me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man! But Burnt Kirshner would be in heaven. Burnt Kirshner would be in heaven. Is that that fat comment? That's that fat racist dog fucker. Oh, man. Anyway, did you see uh, some of the Houston Astros treatment that they've gotten? Oh, with the uh, the garbage can. <laughs> yeah. Yep, the I garbage can. I guess the A's also played uh, Carrie Underwoods before he cheats during their um, lineup announcement. Really? Yeah, in Oakland. So They should play Delilah by Tom Jones. You ever hear that song? <laughs> Strictly about him catching his uh, girlfriend. I know I've heard it, but I can't really remember it. And then he stabs her and kills her. But it's super dark. That's why I know it. It's so funny for (laughs) Tom Jones because every song's like, you need And this one's like, and then I stabbed her and she died and I laughed. (laughs) I'm like, damn, Tom Jones. You cheating, that cheating bitch. I'm on your side. Mars Attacks really changed him. I mean, that was probably before then. Is Tom Jones oh, no. still kicking it? Uh, what? Is Tom Jones still kicking it? I don't know, it? but I think the Lila was, like, before his, like, Vegas songs and everything. Oh, really? That yeah. was an old school one? Yeah, like 1968 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's got this real sweet organ. It's like, dun, 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 dun. Mm, He's 80. 80? He's still alive? I didn't know he was British. I did not know either. He does a great American accent in Mars Attacks. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> I guess I would assume he moved over here pretty early. Well, that's like my family in England. Like my one uncle lives there, and they everyone just thinks he's Canadian. And I think it's mostly from the two packs of Marlboros he smokes a day. But they're like, "Hey, yeah, Jay's Canadian," and then my uncle's from America, and he was in the military for twenty years. You know, and he's like, no, "I'm not Canadian. I'm I'm American. USA number one." One time they came over and. Uh, one of my bands was talking, we played an English song, and they, they and so my band played a show, we played an English song, and the lead singer shouts out my Uncle Jay, he's here on vacation, and he literally comes up, like, right after the song, goes, hey man, just so you know, I'm American, I, I was born here, I was in the US military, I'm like 20 years vet in the military. <laughs> he was, I, he yeah, really just yeah. was like, not offended, but he was like, America number one, dude. I love here. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just a, just a mutt. And I, and when he told me that, I'm like, what do you mean you're a mutt? He's like, well, I've spent more time, more time in Germany, Iraq, France, and England than I've spent in America. And I said, okay, that makes sense. Cause he, he went to the military right at 18, you know. Oh, all those places combined. I thought you meant individual. I was like, no, 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 no. where all did he grow up? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Or, I mean, probably most of those countries individually, if you count, well, like, at, in, after 18. I like, mean, in England, he's, he's lived there, like, I mean, he bopped around, but in England, he's lived there forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, we didn't really, I guess, explain it for the fans, but, yeah, the Angels fans, uh, someone threw a, <laughs> uh, like, a, an inflatable trash can I onto saw the that. field. Yeah, yep, yep. And then someone else during Altuve's at bat threw a real, a real legitimate <laughs> stadium trash can filled with trash onto the field, which caused the game delay. So that was pretty funny. And then I saw people crying, like, the game takes long enough. Why are you throwing a trash right, can? Out? Right. And the Astros were complaining like it really threw their groove off. Uh, and Dust- really- Dusty Baker called it a sad situation for America. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little dramatic. <laughs> about when the people stormed the Capitol building. He was like, no, that's fine. Uh, but if you throw a trash can on the he, field. He works man. in Texas. He couldn't say anything about that. <laughs> Neither could that crew. <laughs> the oh. Rangers, full capacity. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm so over this shit, dude. Man. Yeah, I feel it. You know how I know things are getting back to normal? Hmm. Cops are riding my fucking asshole. Dude, when I was in the U-Haul? Like, ridiculously, over the last, like, two or three weeks. So when I was in the U-Haul, I had a cop fly behind me, and I didn't think about it. I'm like, why is this cop flying behind me? I'm doing the speed, I'm doing legit 35, because I'm so nervous in this fucking thing. And, uh, you know, and so I talk to them, and they're like, oh, it's a human trafficking thing. They, they say U-Haul's a, and all I can think is one of my, my uh, nephews is a, a, a black child. And all I can think is them pulling me over and me being like, no, these are my nephews. <laughs> Can we see their IDs? <laughs> he doesn't have the same last name. Yeah. Why? Well, you see, he's actually my brother's adopted uh, yeah. son. Okay, why is he bigger than you? <laughs> <laughs> why does he have a deeper voice than you? Oh, because this whole puberty thing, you know? <laughs> and his smart ass would be like, I, I don't know this guy. Yeah, no. I think he would do that at first, and then once it got a little serious, he'd be like, okay, okay, yo, yeah. That's Uncle Joe. <laughs> we love Uncle Jack. <laughs> Uh, did you see what happened to Aaron Rodgers? Uh, he's been hosting Jeopardy. I did see that. Did you see what the person put as his final Jeopardy answer? I did see that. Well, then I got nothing for you today. No. All my stories are garbage. Man, it's almost like I sit at a computer and, and troll on the internet all day. <laughs> That's but true. What, did he, what did he say? So the guy didn't know the answer to the final clue. Uh, okay. And, and in, I, I, I'd assume most people know Jeopardy, but you phrase your answer in the form of a question. For anybody's new to the Jeopardy game, <laughs> I try to play Jeopardy on Nintendo. I have the Nintendo out there, and I try to play Jeopardy. You have to type out the entire answer, and I type it out. It's like, rough. <laughs> it's I, a little I, rough sometimes. No, it's not ever good. Like I typed out my entire answer, and it was like, "Nah, it's incorrect." And then the next guy would answer and type it out just right, except for like I didn't have something capitalized. And it yeah. Was like, and it was I boring. remember that game being yep. shitty like that. The terrible, game. Uh, terrible. So the the guy doesn't have the answer to the final Jeopardy question. Sometimes people say like, say hi to mom or whatever instead if they don't got anything. Well, to the go. one when Alex was <clears> sick, <throat> the one guy said, "Alex, we love you." You know, mm-hmm. there was that one. Yeah, that was real yeah. emotional. It was like, "Hey, we love you." Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Yep. Uh, so this guy type or er, writes down who wanted to kick that field goal in reference to their champ conference championship game loss where. They elected to uh, kick a field goal with two minutes left rather than going for a, a game-tying touchdown from the eight-yard line. And then I saw that he pretty much said, I don't know. Like, he, he, he took it in jest, which he could only... Well, think. I think it, his comment at the time was like, I don't know, it wasn't my decision. Yep. But he, uh, apparently in response to that, he said, yeah, I don't know. Or something. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I was just reading it earlier today, but I... Um, how did, did you watch the whole thing? Or it's definitely you, not. I don't watch much Jeopardy. Anymore. I do usually, but I just I haven't had the opportunity recently. Yeah. I've been a, I've been a little too busy, especially uh, you know with opening day and everything that day, um, and Dingus Day. So yeah, I saw he did take it. He took it well. Like Aaron Rodgers isn't. I don't think he's known to be the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. He's salty about it. So I mean, this oh, guy. Is he? Yeah, no, he's he's yeah he's. Did he put something he's salty about? Well, it? he's been bitchy with he's been bitching about the Packers since they drafted that quarterback. Well, Jordan last Love, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I meant more like I feel like he took it in stride on the show. Well, exactly. But I think he took it as like because I, I think he said something to the guy after the show, which is like I saw it and I just thought it was hilarious because he's pissed about it too. Like, oh, okay. If you're if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers, you think they should put the ball in your hands every time. Not yeah, not yeah. turn it over to the defense with two minutes left. No, so no, and and, and I get it. I'm I mean, sure he had a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah, because that's a that's a poke at the organization, and so that that's where the draft and the coach is not. Hey, him. man, so we actually that's a good trend. We, we can move the draft. <clears throat> oh man, we act like we know what we're doing. So, uh, Jacksonville number one uh, going to be uh, the the boy, uh, what Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Number two. Who's number two? The, uh, let me see here. Because number three is the Jets, and that it's no number two is the Jets. Number two is the Jets, and it sounds like because number either. three is the Niners. They traded up. That's I right. was having trouble oh, remembering the Jets. Yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, and then the number two court. So they think, and this is the first time since ninety uh, nine that they think a quarterback's going to go one two three. Um, oh really? Or ninety eight, and the last time that's happened it was um, 
Tim Couch, Don McNabb, and then the Bengals took some random quarterback that didn't work out. A Neek something. Can you look that up for me, buddy? Um, but I think that's the last time quarterbacks went 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I want to say 98 or 99. It has to be 99 because that's when the Browns came back. Yeah, that's the and one. And it was I Tim Couch, Don McNabb, and someone else. I can't remember the guy from the Tim Bengals. Couch, Donovan McNabb, Akili Smith from Oregon. Akili Smith from Oregon. Which I vaguely remember that name from college football. He did not work out. And then think. the edge went. Who? The edge. Edron James. Nice. Oh, followed well, by Ricky Williams. Followed by Tory Holt. <laughs> followed by Champ Bailey. <laughs> followed by David Boss. That was a pretty good draft. What a loaded draft. Except for Keely Smith. Yeah, and Tim Couch. I mean, I Way think, to go, Bungles. I think Tim Couch would have been better if he had a team around him. I think everyone thinks that, right? I mean, I think that's the general concern. Yeah, I wouldn't say that with any kind of confidence, but at the same time, we didn't do him any favors. We did absolutely no favors. Actually, that draft really looks like it was kind of garbage after that. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me look. See if I see any names. Uh, let's see. So then you got Chris McAllister going tenth, Culpepper eleventh. Culpepper eleventh is the MVP. Yeah, no, that's true. Javon Curse with the Titans, Damian MVP, Woodley, at, Damian at, Woodley, good at player. Patriots. Antoine Winfield, good player. At twenty three, and Patrick Kearney and Al Wilson, thirty thirty one. Mike Rucker, thirty eight. Dre Bly, and then it really kind of dries Dry. up, dries up until let me guess the Steelers pick Joey. Joey. <laughs> The Chiefs get <laughs> Gary Stills, Marty Gramatica. Gramatica went in the third round? Wow. Different time. Different time. Wait, who is that? Nope. Josh Bidwell. Punter. That's how I know that. Yeah. Garbage draft. What a great year for the Browns to come back. <laughs> In the lottery. And then we got, they were like, ever, the, the NFL was like, yeah, you just get to pick these uh, garbage players from these garbage teams. Yeah, uh, the ones that they don't want. Ooh. Anyone else notable? Uh, Desmond Clark at 179 okay. overall. That's in the sixth. Ooh, even later than that, you got Donald Driver. Donald Driver's a decent seventh player. Seventh round. He's a decent player. Yep. But for seventh round, you know what I mean? Like, and Sean Morey, do you know him? Patriots player, wide receiver. He apparently made the Pro Bowl one year. Okay. So, yeah, overall not great, though. No. But, yeah, so it's going to be the first year for three quarterbacks up top. There could be four, too, right? Well, they think it could be five. Uh, not five. So it's, uh, hold on, can you look at that? So it's number one is Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. Two is either Mac Wilson or Justin Fields. And they think San Fran's going to take whoever is not there at three. Yeah, there's also that other quarterback in the mix, too, that I think a lot of people think it could be a Baker Mayfield situation. Probably not one overall, but... Who's that? Um, well, Wilson's from uh, BYU, right? Yes, yes. Um, Fuck. I want to say it's... Uh, no worries. So we, it's it, one of Dakota... North Dakota, I don't know. North Dakota State hit, because that's where Carson Wentz, is that where Carson Wentz came out of? I don't think it was that same one, though. No, okay. So, but one, two, and three, are they sound like they're going to be a quarterback. And like I said, that's mm-hmm. the first time that's happened since 99. And, uh... Oh, it is. Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Trey Lance from North Dakota State, yeah, right from, so... Um, I don't know why I thought it was a different one. One of those guys will fall to one of those teams that are desperate, like Denver... Mm-hmm. Well, so you got, I think a lot of people are speculating that the Falcons at four might even go quarterback. Bengals don't need it at five, obviously. But uh, I could see them trading down to get some more draft totally. capital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll depend on who's available, though. I uh, nodded at you like the people could hear me. Right, right. Uh, then the Dolphins fall well, all got... the, tumble all the way down to six. Yeah, when they, they think they got the quarterback to uh... And they have a bunch of draft picks. Dolphins might be good if they do this right. Yeah, they should be. They, they should. should. Ha- they should be having a come up like us over the next few years. If they do it right, man. And the thing is that their baseline is so much better than where ours was. We had to come off of 
a one and fifteen, zero and sixteen to have our come up. And they're they're a, a playoff team. Yeah. Who all of a sudden is going to have four, five first rounders over and three years? Part of it's the Larry Tunsil trade, and then the yeah, yep. And I think they. I can't remember if they got they had their extra first rounder from the Texans last year. Or if that's coming up next year, I don't know to be off top. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they're in a real good spot. Exciting, exciting stuff. And like always, I'll uh, be enjoying the draft mostly from uh, you know seeing how all the Ohio State players going. On top of seeing who the Browns are into, uh, I'll be watching from Vegas though. So, where you go to Vegas? Yep. Nice. Shout out, Bobbo. Selling the big already married bachelor. Oh, is that Bobby? Yep. Hey, shout out, Bobby. Shout out, Bobby. He asked me for my address today. I was like, why? Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? No soliciting. <laughs> yeah. No religious queries. There's I got a, a, there's I got a, a sign, sign on the door. <laughs> there's, there's multiple signs on the door. I tell you, leave me alone. God, I'm such a fucking curmudgeon, dude. No soliciting. No religious queries. I got a big sign that has my alarm system on there. It's like, leave me alone. You got to let him know. Dude, I had the one, and then I had the guys that came right in the middle of the pandemic after the hailstorm, the the construction company. They knocked on my door a bunch, and they're like, and I was, I texted them, or I called them, I'm like, why are you bothering me at Sunday at 8.30 in the morning? They're like, oh, we just thought you wanted an estimate. I'm like, you're going around during, this is last year, like, right in beginning of April, like, mm-hmm. knocking on doors to see if people want an estimate. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And I had the video, and I even sent it because I have cameras because I'm a weird dude. <laughs> and Get I, off my lawn. Yep. I got you on videotapes. And I sent the video to the, the corporate. They're like, yeah, they'll leave you alone. I'm like, well, I wish they would have left me alone that day because. <laughs> I have three signs up for a reason. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is I said, my, one of my signs on my door is no religious queries. And the guy literally in the video goes, well, I'm not Jesus' carpenter. I'm like, God damn, that's fucking, that's dark. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciated that at corporate. <laughs> he deleted his Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. S- speaking of, wait, he deleted his Facebook. Because I put it on, this is when I still had Facebook last year. Mm-hmm. And I put it on their Facebook and the guy started commenting and like arguing with me. Oh, the actual guy that did it. Not, yeah, so not I, the corporate account or anything. Yeah. And then the corporate account was like, can you please provide the video? And I provide the video. And the guy starts arguing with me, like, the personal account. And then, he, like, he was like, well, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm like, you didn't mean it? I Like, I don't care. I'm not religious. I'm not. Yeah. Leave me alone. You, I have signs posted on the door to tell you to leave me alone. They pointed at my camera when they walked up, dude. They were like, oh, there's a camera. Better not. Let's still give get this guy shit. I like how they have to defend themselves. So many videos of those people like, hey, just please go away. Well, you know, this is really about this and this and this. Like, it's not technically covered under the, dude, I don't want to talk to you. Just go away. Well, that's why I got the no religious query sign because when I first moved in, I bought the no, or I made the no soliciting sign. I, you know, I, I got nice, you've seen it. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I uh-huh. printed it out. I, uh, what's it called? Uh, put the plastic on it. What's that? When uh-huh. you put the plastic on it. Uh, uh, laminate. Laminate it. And then. I got, to, <laughs> I got a kid to come up and ask me if he wants to share a Bible verse with me. I said, no, I'm good. And he was still just trying to talk to me, and I just kind of closed the door on him. So then <laughs> I, I looked at, so I talked to my brother about it. And he's like, no, you need a no religious query sign because religion is not selling anything. They're querying you. And he looked it all up. He had it all. Mm-hmm. So I made a no religious query sign. Got laminate, put it up, blah, blah, blah. And so I'll never forget, so... They woke me up, um, like, on a Sunday morning, Saturday morning. That was, like, instead of going to church, they were going to... Um, Proselytize. Yes. And so I open the door. It's, like, three kids. And they're like, hey, mister, can we give you a, a Bible quote? I go, no. And I'll never forget. I go, and right now you're breaking the law. And all these kids' faces, and they all turned white. And I go, and I point at my side. I go, right here it says no religious queries. This means you're breaking law. What church are you with? And like I wasn't, I was, I guess I was being kind of a dick. I mean, like, <laughs> first of all, they woke me up. Second yeah. of all, I had to put pants on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm like, to see the sign. This means I don't want to be bothered. And they're looking at me, looking at me. And there's a van parked down by the, and they all ran off towards the van. So one of the adults. So I grabbed my gun <laughs> and I shot at him. <laughs> I shot him, Black Lives Matter. 
pew, pew, pew. So one of the adults comes up. And my best part is like, the one of the adults comes up. And he, and he comes up and he walks up all slowly. And he's staring at my signs. And my camera's going off. And I've just got this video of this guy staring at my signs. And I think he thought I'd come to the door and be all screamy and like yeah. preachy. Instead, I was just like, leave me alone. Like, I literally just <laughs> crawled back in the bed. And one of the, because I, I didn't have her yet. So one of the idiots was just in the thing. And he literally stood in my on my thing, my my patio for like 10 minutes, just hoping I would open the door to talk to me. Just like staring at the door? Staring at the sign. Like, just kind of like. You know, like I, I, I guess I'm telling listeners, he had his hands crossed, and he was just kind of like had his hand head up in the air, like. And but he's not ringing your doorbell. He knocked a couple of times. Oh yeah, which makes no sense because I say no religious queries. Yeah, and I think he thought I would come out and fight with him, but I was like, Yeah. How very Christian of him. Yeah. To try and get Bother. in an altercation. <laughs> Because I'm sure he would have loved it, dude. I mean, probably not a fight fight, but he probably wanted no, to be, no, 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 you no, scaring but... kids, you all cool. Like, uh. which I, I don't want this. This is why the sign is up. Yeah. I don't want this. Which I wish I would have answered and said, the whole reason I put these signs up is because I'm surrounded like, I'm surrounded by four churches in Brunswick, Ohio right now. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, uh, they're, they're all different things. And I don't know how many times, like, the, uh, what are the guys, the people that come, Mormons, they stop by mm-hmm. all, they used to stop by all the time. And then it used to be the, uh, the other people. Uh... Anyways, so I, I had to put the sign up, because it was literally once a week, they were coming to my door and being like, hey, you want to read the Bible? It's no. always early on the weekends, too. Or, so it I would be like, it. it would be, or, the other thing would be like 7.30 on a nice summer day, and they'd come to the back, the back fence. And I'd be having a good time with my dog, and and I have to be like, no, nah, you gotta go. And I'm such a nice guy, man. And they'd be like, well, we just want to tell you a Bible verse. And I'm like, I know the Bible verse you're gonna tell me. I was raised in the Southern Baptist Church. I don't want to hear any of this shit. Like, I I have so much going on right now that I don't need to hear you go. God to love the world, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll never forget that angle. He's like, no religious queries. Well, we're not Jesus's carpenter. <laughs> and then at one point, oh, God, this sounds so bad. Um, I have this awning out front, and all these screws rattled loose. And I started I had to go put them all back in. And I was like, "Do you think the Jesus people showed up and were tearing the screws out of my?" <laughs> and my girlfriend would be like, "That sounds pretty wild." <laughs> I, uh, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I don't think. I she had to put my uh, my uh, what's his face Alex who's the Alex guy uh, put my tinfoil ham- helmet on Alex Jones Alex Jones had to put my Alex did you hear that his uh, thing's not going to the Supreme Court and you have to pay all those people for what the Sandy Hook shooting oh yeah that's what it sounds like yeah. awesome that's pretty neat he sounds like the Supreme Court will not take that trial and um. You can only say so much about little kids being shot before people get a little upset about it, claiming that it was a bunch of actors and never really happened. Aggrieved families really love hearing that, and then being harassed by your viewers who want to call them all phonies. And oh, fakes. they were showing up their houses and yeah. their church. Yeah, those one people were showing up the church. The church was so upset they had to. They waited with a PI, and the PI waited till they showed up, and they handed them no trespassing papers, and they showed up, like, the next day, and then they got arrested. Because they had been showing up every day and, like, I don't know, man. Good times. We got really political on this podcast. We sure did. Because the people need to know. For Jesus so loved the world. He gave the only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. And fuck the other political side. Yeah. He said. (laughs) Fuck your rich. Fuck your... All right, we're going to lose a bunch of people. Spread like. my word and piss people <laughs> off. No, it's not political. I just don't like Alex Jones. I think he's disingenuous. Oh, Alex Jones is a terrible human oh, yeah. being. No, I don't. I'm not. Although I will say Alex Jones could probably beat both of us up at the same time. Disagree. You don't think so? He doesn't look fit. No, but he's like 
jacked, like in that weird way that that guy that used to lift all. Odd the- though, he's still like fat and barrel chested, and he probably doesn't have like leg muscles. <laughs> he probably. Although, do you remember when he ran against that? Did you ever see that video when that guy threw coffee at him in Seattle? He ran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm not even a good runner because of my exercise-induced asthma. But I'm pretty sure if I just ran 50 feet, once he finally caught up to me, I could just kind of olay him and he'd fall over trying to turn. He ran at that And then I'd have him. Because he threw coffee at him. And it was like like every kid that watched anime (laughs) run at him. He had his hands to the side. (laughs) Arms back, chin tucked, head down. (laughs) Boo! Yeah, no, I really, I don't think he could take us. Then again, he's been hanging out with Joe Rogan, so. Yeah. No, he's not, because Joe Rogan can't have anything to do with him because of Spotify. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that whole One Spotify. Of farted in here, Spotify kind of cleansed his channel, too. They, did you hear that they, they put a bunch of episodes? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And Joe Rogan finally had to come out and say, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, I think... I think he accidentally said it happened in an interview is what I read. Oh, really? He was talking about it, and he just kind of mentioned it, and he kind of said he didn't care, and he forgot he'd been telling people that Spotify didn't make him do anything like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't listened to Joe in a while. I just kind of got over it. Yeah, no, I was never really a fan. You still listen to YMH? Oh, yeah. Pretty pretty much every week. I haven't listened to YMH in a while. Every Um, week. Do and I've gotten into most of their programs. The Josh Potter show. Josh Potter. I actually uh, uh, reached out to Josh Potter on Twitter to see if he'd come on. And he said no. Word. And when I say he said no, he just never responded to me. Of course. If you send him, um, you you might. <laughs> Can we get him on cameo? You might have cameo? a decent chance if you get uh, someone to record a queef for him. Renee. <laughs> That's a that's been a big thing on his show okay. now is uh they've got the segment well, the, the queef of the queef of the week and he gets the funny viewers thing about submitted. Josh Potter he's on ninety three fan for a little oh, for yeah. A period of yeah. time yeah yeah that's awesome because we shared that mm-hmm. he's a pretty neat dude so you gonna watch WrestleMania I I doubt it but uh, it's mostly because that group like that my brother and his friends they don't they haven't been getting together since COVID so okay. That's it. Like I go to hang out with him and his friend, and that's and why I would go over to Marks and watch exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So I just don't see that happening. So like I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it. I'm not that big of a fan. I just, I, I, I'm just I mean, not anymore. I don't even know most of the people anymore. And the only no. thing I, I what I do like about WrestleMania is the is random that this people Sunday? that show up. Is that this Sunday? It's all uh, April 14th. Okay. Um, the only I think it's uh, I say that and I. No, I think April 14th it starts. Yeah. So it starts like it's a whole week-long event. Like it starts because they're doing the Hall of Fame. Um, they're doing like the NXT version. Oh, but the main thing is still going to be Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's right. It's a two-day thing. I did hear about that. But I think it goes Wednesday, Thursday. Like it's a whole week thing. Oh, you're right about that too. You are right about Man, that. Man, they should call me... Joe, I'm sorry way. to cut you off though. You gonna you planning on watching? Uh, depends. I mean, I'll probably turn, tune in Sunday. Probably won't watch Saturday at all. But I'll tune in Sunday to watch a bunch of guys I don't know who they are, and then like the Iron Sheik will show up. You know, like you know how something shows up every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that stuff is still all like road to WrestleMania though. Outside of the Hall of Fame, they're what they're claiming nine nights. It's still just like it's raw. Then the Hall of Fame thing. Then the NXT show is Wednesday nights. A UK prelude show Thursday. I don't know what that is. SmackDown and then the WrestleManias and then Raw and NXT again. So it's like like one of the things I I watched WrestleMania when the Hardy Boys came, Hardy Boys came back. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was over at Mark's and I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like these are the guys from my childhood, and mm-hmm. that's what wrestling is to me. Like it's my childhood, you mm-hmm. know. So unless Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, you know. Yep. I don't care. They've been a lot more careful about those guys just coming in and beating everyone's ass, though. A lot of people got disappointed and upset when they just kept coming in and kicking everyone's ass and then just leaving. Well, you saw that Stone Cold had Chris Jericho on his podcast. Oh, did he? I'm going to have to watch that. Listen to that. And they're pretty much trying to say AEW and WWE are trying to bridge together. 
Are they? That's what they're saying. Hmm. That's news to me. I think they've kind of, uh, they've, they've calmed down on the tensions a little bit, but at the same time, they are taking like little passive aggressive shots at each other all the time. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe it will go the way of WCW or something like that, but you know how much we love pro wrestling nowadays, right? How's uh, Retromania going? Dude, Retromania is sweet. I just, uh, Retromania is good. Uh, it's, a, it's a good game. Um, I've beaten it a bunch of times. I will say the only thing I dislike about the game is, like, you beat it to a certain point. Like, I've beat it three times now, and now I'm waiting for DLC because my guy's driving on the road. And if you don't know what Retromania is, it's a, there's a game, an arcade game from the late 80s, early 90s called WrestleFest. Um, that was a WWF arcade game that was considered like one of the greatest wrestling games of all time. And they remade, not remade it, this is supposed to be the predecessor, but most of the guys are like these garbage ass, you know, I, I shouldn't say garbage, but like Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards mm-hmm. and then guys that never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the Road Warriors are on there and that's the team you're supposed to face at the end. And then as soon as you're supposed to face them, you're like, now you're driving to your next thing. So I'm assuming there'll be a DLC. I hope it don't cost you much, but been a fun game. Oh, it's like you ride off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah that, to fight the instead of just continue keeping fighting. Yeah, it's like a story. Man, you know I gotta say, I just finished this Liquid Death and I don't feel so hot. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's the Liquid Death? I think it might be the five day old Crunch Wrap Supreme I ate. Right? Did you really eat a five day old Crunch <laughs> right when Supreme? I got here? Why would you eat that? I don't know. I was hungry. All right, well... I'm about to pew, pew uh, all up in your bathroom. All right, well, no, I don't need to. I'm good. I'm good. Well, we're, we're right up against... I don't feel great. <laughs> Straight up, I don't feel great. <laughs> I feel wonderful. I don't feel... I feel like... Uh, I feel like there's a live animal somewhere between my Did stomach and my intestines. you get extra sour intentions. cream on your crunch wraps? No, 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 no. Because I don't even really like sour cream, but I'm not... I don't care enough that I'm going to make the workers. Have you tried the new, and this is only Ohio, did you know this is only Ohio, the chicken fajita burrito? Cheese burrito? I don't know nothing about that. Uh, It's new, it's only in Cleveland. Uh, It's delicious. uh, All right, we'll let you get uh, out of here. (laughs) Chicken fajita, what now? It's like a grilled cheese chicken fajita burrito. You can't find it on Taco Bell's website because it's only in Cleveland. Oh, testing the markets, huh? Yes. Seeing where it's at. And they start with Cleveland. Mmm. And I would suggest not eat. Dude, I, <laughs> I ate. I was eating it on the drive home, and I dropped it on the floor, and I legit picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I swear to God. Come on, man. I was so man. hungry. All right, well, you got the number for him today? We oh, haven't given the number in a little while. Uh, tell us what you think about the new uh, chicken cheesy fiesta burrito uh, no, it's... potatoes cheesy cheesy chicken. <laughs> it's the chicken, it's the cheesy chicken fajita burrito. Oh, the chew, chewy cheesy chicken. <laughs> Hold on, let me find something. Um, so anyway... Uh, the number for Ground Zero Comics and Cards is 440 <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't got any complaints. <laughs> check out, check them out at the Strongsville Town Center at 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville, Ohio. Uh, you know, um, they have all your comic and collectible needs. Uh, fine porcelain-haired dolls so your friends don't make fun of you. For having real ladylike <laughs> dolls. Did, he, did I tell you that story? Yeah. <laughs> He couldn't, have a, he couldn't have a doll with hair. <laughs> so get uh, get up there, shall you give 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 Marcus a hello and let him know what you need. Uh, and you know, have a, have a good time. See some nerds playing D anD. d Check out the games. Such a wall! What a wall of games! It, it's the second greatest wall I've ever seen. What's the first? The one on the border. Border. I thought you were playing dumb just to make me say it. I hope we're still recording. This is the software guy we're gonna make. Oh no, that doesn't look good. Uh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> what a podcast! All right, two one six two six zero 
5484. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess, guess we'll recording. see. Yeah. All right, 216-260-5484. Give us a call. The last call is from my work phone number. Tell us all about the, your experience with the new chicken cheesy uh, <laughs> fajita. fajita burrito. All right, bye, guys. Later. This is Hank Hill speaking for the Two Drunk Guys radio show. Although I heard they changed the name. Uh, the other name was kind of stupid anyway when you think about it because there were three drunk guys. Well, I don't know if these are the two drunk guys that are caught whacking off in my tool shed, but anyway, here they are, Joe, I think, and some other guy.